WDBM East Lansing. Bringing you sports from NBA to NHL to NFL and more. But more importantly, bringing you the full rundown on MSU Spartan Sports. We cover it all. Get us on the phone at 432-3893. And now, the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Spartan Sports Rep here on the Impact 88.9. My name is Scott. Back here with you. I've got two good friends here. Brandon's in the other room. He can't decide what he's going to do. Okay, apparently Autumn, Autumn's working the show tonight. She's great. She she doesn't care for sports, so she won't chime in, but she's running it. Yes, we know. You're running it. Sitting here to my right, as always, we have Pavel. He's back. How you doing? And joining us for the first time, he's an old pro in the radio business. He, he said he runs his station back somewhere in the thumb. Nobody really listens, but he runs not, it. Not down here, Good no. friend Clark. Yes, sir. What is what is the station you work for? WLIW AM thirteen forty and Cruise one hundred two FM. Yeah, he's got the radio voice. Yeah, he does. So. He does. We we might poke a little fun at him every once in a while. Ooh, bird. maybe. Uh, some people know what I'm talking about, but ne- we would never, never do that no no No. not you scott no always always in fun well as clark and i were talking about moments ago it was a great weekend for spartan sports indeed it was there were zero losses from friday through sunday nobody lost there were only there was a one goal given up by women's soccer and one goal given up by women's field hockey other than that zeros across the board a shout out for football shout outs for volleyball they no Didn't sets. drop a set. Volleyball's picking up. They've Volleyball. Lost their first couple of games, six but now straight. they're six straight. Absolutely. First three. They've won two tournaments in a row. This latest one was here in East Lansing. I was there for a few games. As was I. Yep. And it was the what is it, MSU showcase. showcase. They won. Yes. They beat University of what, Florida A and M. Famu. Yep. Florida A and M. Then University of Milwaukee, Milwaukee Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and UConn. Saturday night they won. They dominated all of them. Although Florida A and M only had seven girls on a team. Hey, it takes six to play. It's all good. Yeah. Well, it was it was it was not quite fair. It to takes say it takes me back to my good old Pee Wee days in basketball in the Catholic <laughs> League. We had eight players for five to, five on the court. I I actually had to finish a game when there were four guys. One time, it might have fouled out a lot. And so you, so you lost. You're telling me. Yeah, probably. Okay, that, right. that would probably be where I'm going with that. But. Probably what most people want to hear about football game. We won two and two and one. We beat Florida Atlantic seventeen zero. It was a shutout. It was a monsoon. It was a rainout basically. I, I looked it up earlier on Saturday here in East Lansing. It rained two point seven inches. Other places got a lot. Oh, I know. More it was rain. the whole Midwest. You saw the Northwestern just, game and the and the yeah. game in South Bend. I mean, they had waterfalls coming down the stands. South South Bend. It was so strange because I went home after our game and I watched. It. Of course, South Bend. We're talking Notre Dame and Michigan. It was sunshine, Mike. Yeah, correct? the yeah. first the first half. There were no no raincoats, no ponchos, no anything. Everyone's <laughs> My just happy. Up after. And then the second half. It was just like the skies opened up, and it was By the just Thor of Hammer. Yeah, it was. There was no the no of, sprinkling. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was Hurricane <laughs> Ike just made its way through to the Great Lakes. I mean, it was. I think it might have been raining every single place in the Midwest. The entire Midwest was yeah. getting rained on. And then, of course, everyone out on the West Coast has no clue what's going on. 
Why? Or in like North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Or Florida. Right. Yep. But the the best part was is obviously with so much rain there were fumbles everywhere. It was just ugly, ugly football. No matter where you were watching. My favorite part, Michigan was fumbling the ball before the rain even started. In the sunshine. In the it, was, sunshine. it was the first quarter, and they were already fumbling the ball first and turning play. it over. First play. <laughs> before you could blink, they were already down 14 Oh, it was. It was it great. Was I, it was awesome. My roommate got back, and he's like, tell me Michigan's losing. I was like, yeah, well, they're about to go down 21-zip here about uh, seven minutes into the game. Pre-ACL. Yeah. Well, hey, give them credit, though. They, they fought back a little bit, made the game close. They did. Before... They fell apart even worse in the second half. Yeah, the final score was 35-17. Uh, and the four, and when the rain came, they get nobody scored. There was Correct. The whole second half, nothing happened. The only points were on a fumble return for a touchdown by Notre Dame late in the fourth quarter. I think, I think Michigan had seven fumbles on the day, six or seven, four that they lost. Yeah, six, like, five were giveaways. Was it, or they had an interception? Yes. Interception yeah, yeah. led to that. You know, and that just makes Javon Ringer's performance exactly. his ability to hold on to the ball exactly unbelievable. unbelievable. Mark D'Antonio couldn't stop talking about it. His ability to hold on to the ball—that's why they kept him in the fourth quarter. Oh, because yeah. as many fumbles were going on, Anderson he, had already fumbled the ball. Once. Absolutely, he'd been running the entire game, and he held on to it. Why not go s- stick with him? For those of you who who didn't stay out in the rain at the game, like Scott and I. Yes. I stuck it out in the press box. Yeah, you were you oh, were covered. Mr. Dry. We were Clark and I were in the stands. We were true fans. Row, row twenty, somewhere around somewhere there. Around I, there. No. I was I was in row three at one time, but I moved yeah. back. No overhang. No. No overhang. overhang. <laughs> I had I had my nice impact water resistant. Yes. He was repping the impact eighty nine out the there. The water resistant poncho, not repellent. So needless to say, I'm soaked. My phone still doesn't work quite right. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, yeah, no, my front screen, it doesn't work. I can't tell who's no, calling. I was, in pu- I was in pure Gore-Tex, and I was still yeah. wet. Yeah, it was... We we toughed it out. We did. I wish I would have been in the press box, but I, I stayed there. We I was stayed. a true fan. We stayed. I, you know the last time it rained in Spartan Stadium that bad? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I, I stayed for that game, too. As did I. <laughs> I was in I was, stands for that one. I was not even <laughs> hey, a student there you go. here yet, and I was at that game. Oh, well, there's, I'm, I'm there's Clark's I'm aging himself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've I've seen a lot of Notre Dame games <laughs> since I've been a student. But for those of you who uh, wimped out, thought maybe you'd catch a cold. Granted, I do feel a little under the weather. Yeah. Yeah. This is Sparta with a dramatic. <laughs> that, 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 that was. <laughs> yes. I'm intimidated right now. If I were Notre Dame, I would be scared to death. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. As we won the game 17 <laughs> 0. Oh, that's, that's where this is going eventually. <laughs> Javon Ringer had a career day. He, he ran the ball 43 times and he totaled 282 yards and had two touchdowns. Not bad. So much for uh, letting him uh, oh, rest a little we, bit. We you know, just talked there about was an it article in the state news you know, by my friend Alex about it, and you know, they should really. Use a second back, but it goes for forty-three carries. I really don't think there is a necessity. It's... Well, I think uh, Anderson had eight carries. I think for zero yards, he gained sixteen, but also lost sixteen, mm-hmm. and had a fumble on one. I would have in the fourth quarter. You know, a, a Ju-esque guy, Ju Culker-esque guy, put in Ashton Leggett and just pound the ball, just yeah. run it on the ground. Just pound it, 
you know, Ashton Leggett's big. He can bust through tackles, and that's all you needed. And, yeah. you know, Mark D'Antonio will always get questioned why he kept Ringer in there. But, but yeah, like you said, he, he did not drop the ball once. 43 carries, 43 touches. He even, I'm not, he had one catch, mm-hmm. another one that was called back. He had 44 touches, didn't drop the ball once. In 2.7 inches of rain. Yeah. Our... Brian Hoyer, from, yeah, yeah, Hoyer, Hoyer dropped the ball. Hoyer that was one out of every five. He dropped it, th- trying to throw it, trying to lock yeah. and just yeah. throw and it. Long the snapper and the punter and the holder. I'm, I'm not sure if they knew that it was raining. I just wanted to go down and tell them at halftime, just be like, "Hey guys, you know, you can wear a glove on one <laughs> hand and help you catch it, or <laughs> do something." It's like you know it's raining. Funny thing is, you're talking about what D'Antonio was saying. One of his keys to the game was having plenty of dry towels. Dead serious. That was one of the keys to the game, was having enough towels to keep everything dry. <laughs> was it Brian Hoyer went, I think, through 16 different uh, quarterback towels? <laughs> Did he really? Uh, they ran out of those towels by halftime. Oh, I'm sure. And the range sure. it just got worse. Get a blow dryer. Yep. Well, then, the funny thing is, there's an article on M Live by a... He had to he had to write about the Michigan State victory, Is but you can Steve? Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but we'll call him Scott. In, no, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll call him Scott. He he's a Michigan fan, as most M Live writers are, and he had to write about the state game. So he turned it into how a shutout was not a good thing for us. He turned the game into how it was an ugly game, and it was almost as if we lost. And he tried to. It wouldn't have been a shutout if it hadn't been for a holding penalty, which, yes, there was, I think, on the third play of the game, yeah, yeah. Florida, Atlanta. I, if I call it international or A&M, I apologize. It doesn't, they don't Just call them the owls. Yeah, yeah, the owls. F-A-U. Yeah. F-A-U. <laughs> exactly. Because those, those small schools, they're all the same to me. I don't distinguish between them. I'm sorry. There's too many of them, too confusing. You play all of them, and yeah, the owls... They busted a seventy-some yard run early in the game, which did not, did not. I was a little scared. Good. Yeah, I was a little scared. I was worried. Luckily, there was a holding penalty on on the play, and he was trying to say how the only reason we had a shutout was because of the weather and everything like that. Well, yeah, we kind of could look at the radar and see it coming in. That. There was going to be some rain coming yeah, I mean, our way. They're, they're from Florida. Yeah. The hurricane like, I'm pretty sure just it, passed them. They, they, uh, they probably, they they probably brought up. But what do I know? What do I know? But So then they said it was an unfair advantage. We've been training. Since Thursday, we were dunking the footballs in water before every snap to get, get ready for it. Did you hear what D'Antonio said after, though? No. Him and Narduzzi were talking. Just before the game, they decided that they should have just taken about 15 hoses and just completely sprayed the entire time during practice. I think that would have been effective, but obviously Javon Ringer did not need that. But I had a good chat with that. Joel Foreman, number 67, offensive lineman today. He's in my Theater 1 class. Oh, yeah, you were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, and uh, they said the entire game, their sh- their entire cleats were underwater. Their entire shoe was underwater oh, yeah. on the field. The linemen, you could tell when they were by. It, it was, was just unbelievable. Huge spray. <laughs> I was uh, on the field for about the last five Ten minutes. So you did get wet. You did get wet. Actually, I did get wet. Yeah, and uh, just after the game, you know, everybody's rushing to sing the fight song, and I'm running on the field and on the grass. And every time you step on the, you just 
run, every step on that field is like just stepping on a sponge, and it's just raining water. It's water so everywhere. The school didn't let the marching band go out at halftime. Yeah. And I was kind of wondering because I I was in marching band for rough four up, years. Rough up the field. So I've been I've been through that. We I don't. There was never a time when I didn't. I we had some terrible games. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. People fall. It's funny. It's it's amusing. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. If you've ever seen somebody fall and lose an instrument, it's hilarious. It's, it, it catches the light quite yeah, well. Yeah, it does. They go, kids go flying. You go fast. It's funny, but the school didn't want them to mess up the field. And what was bad was it was alumni band day too. Mm-hmm. So the alumni couldn't even go out and march, which they do have a show. They do. But. Well, and the point I was getting at was I was on the field for five minutes and I had my entire shoes and socks wet, you know, I was, you know, squishy socks and everything, and Javon Ringer had wet feet, wet shoes, wet socks, wet the entire game. Oh, yeah. All of them did. Oh, yeah. And they did that, so it's uh, really impressive. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us here, the number is 432-3893. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the game, or you can send me an instant message. I just got it. Opened up here. Screen name is Impact Sports Rap. Or just realized earlier in the week you can email me mm. at sportsrap at impact89fm.org. Probably won't be able to check it during the show, but if you want to ask questions and I can get back to you, bring them up on the show next week, you can email me at sportsrap at impact89fm.org. Yeah. So going with the game. I didn't realize that Ringer had that many yards. Clark and I were talking in the stands, and we were wondering why he was still in. Mm-hmm. And we, were, we kind of agreed that, well, he must be closing in on 200. And then all of a sudden, Terry, good old announcer. <laughs> and then he gets pulled out, and Javon Ringer on the day has 43 carries for 282 82 yards. So, well, I guess we were a little wrong, because we were trying to figure it out, and I didn't believe that he was that close. I told you. Yeah, and... Then, totally lost my train of thought there. Javon Ringer. Javon Ringer. Announcing. Yes. Still in the game. 282. Yes. Didn't seem awesome. like it. Yes. No, that's, that must have been what it was. No. Yeah, I couldn't believe that that's what it was. I had no clue that he was having that big of a game. Because other than that, it was kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. And I had already kind of made up my mind that the best performer on the field that day was Zeke the Wonder Dog. Zeke the Wonder Dog. Perfect show. Perfect yes. show. I had w- one mistake by the... By, by Jim, the, his by trainer, Jim. and uh, Jim blamed himself for that. I, I, he called me that night. Jim, Zeke's trainer, called me. I don't... We're, we're good friends. And he was so Except excited. he doesn't remember your name. Hey, he my knows it now. Too. He knows me now. He called me Gary. It's all good. He's <laughs> terrible with names. But um, he was very <laughs> excited. And uh, Zeke 3 right now is, in fact the age when he first started training Zeke 2. So Zeke 3 is way ahead of the game. Wait, are you I, trying to say there's been more than one Zeke? He is known as Zeke yeah. 3. What? It's, it says Absolutely. it on his Frisbees. Yeah, it says it on I his Frisbee, Zeke, man. Zeke for Heisman for the K9 Zeke Heisman. for Heisman. Absolutely. Oh, you got to have other dogs. And that, with that, I mean, with that, that, kind of with that type of performance in those weather conditions, I'd have to say Zeke all the way. Well, see, the crazy thing is... He beats a Georgia is, Bulldog, no problem. Ringer. They don't have a Georgia Bulldog right oh, now. Oh, that's right. The mascot got stolen. Oh, Both... Butler's, um... Butler mas- and Georgia? No, 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 Butler. I'm talking Butler's, oh. Bulldogs. Blue, whatever it's called. Oh. Their mascots got stolen. <laughs> Estimated like $13,000 worth of mascot equipment, and wow. it's stolen. So they really don't have a mascot right now. It's kind of funny, but... Wow. So Zeke, by far right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By default. 
No, yeah. no, 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 no. Buy that performance. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, we were talking. We kind of figured after Ringer had five touchdowns in the last game, he runs for 283 yards this game. He's got to be up there for the Heisman. Got to be. Nope. No. 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 You, like I said before we got on the air, um, he needs to have this kind of performance against a big-time opponent like Ohio State, like Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got a great team. So he needs to do this in a big-time game, in a prime-time game. Maybe, you know, Notre Dame would help. Him rushing for 150 yards, a couple of touchdowns against Notre Dame. Javon Ringer last week had more yards, more rushing yards than the entire Notre Dame rushing rushing attack has for the season. Notre Dame rushing has 218 Mm -hmm. yards on the ground. Javon had that last week on his own. Wow. Facts don't lie. That's that's impressive. And the, the other thing, I think he needs to get more involved in the passing game, which is what sucked that he had... In the fourth quarter, I do believe, a pass, it was like a 52-yard, it was a screen play that mm-hmm. he went, he took for a touchdown. He went nuts. Block in the back, got called back. So Nice rhyme. The penalty, yeah, it's the same word, doesn't work. No, never mind. But he had another touchdown receiving, which I think would help him a lot if he gets five catches a day. But it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him, like you said. We have to win those big games first, and he has to be the key in those games. But his success is directly related to our success and whether we win yeah. a game. He rushes for 150, you know, we're likely to win. We're, you know, he has Unless we throw for like 25. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be one thing. Which, funny thing, is Hoyer on the day, and there's so many people, so many fans just bash Brian Hoyer. And I said it back when I started doing this, that yes, he had a bad bowl game, but his season on the whole last year was good. I like him. And, okay, yeah, he was 5 for 15 for 88 yards. And he threw an interception that was not his fault. It went right through Gant's hands because it was wet. Mm-hmm. No quarterback in those conditions is going to have a good day. Rusty Smith was 8 for 34. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, no. He completed 8 out of 34. It shows you why they lost the game, because they were passed exactly. first in the exactly. wrong, on the wrong day. No, they were passed first, passed second. It was I was there even a run game for Florida Atlantic? There was. They, they had, had that had big a, run. Yeah, they yeah had, that one big run. That's and right. that didn't, no. uh, didn't give them a little clue that they needed to stick with that. No. They never that's... took a page from the Spartans' playbook. You know, the Spartans kept pounding and pounding and pounding on the ground, and they kept getting positive yardage. And then Florida Atlantic would get their their own series and, you know, three and out, throw a couple of passes. Well, I mean, get a clue. He Smith, he couldn't even hit the tight end five yards away. The ball was slipping out of his hand. and it, Luckily for him, I don't know how he didn't throw any interceptions yeah. because he had no clue where the ball yeah, was going. Some of those passes weren't even close. And they just kind the of right fluttered side. in the middle of the Because our defenders couldn't break. They couldn't that's, plant their feet true. and they couldn't break for the ball. That's, that's true. Why. Yeah. On the day, receiving, no no big receiving numbers. Mark Dell, Javon Ringer, Blair White, Andrew Hawkins, and Charlie Gant each had one catch. That's, and that's all the catches. That, distributed, that, at least. Yeah, that's that's all the catches on the day for MSU. And Mark Dell caught a 47-yard pass very late in the third quarter. It was the only completion in the second half for us. And impressive, at least. Yeah, it was. It was a great catch. I couldn't believe he made it in the rain. And he was not open when they threw it. Was not open when he caught it. No. Two men on him, but yeah. And it was our only completion 
of the second half, which just shows how much, how good of a, <laughs> a day Ringer was having that we didn't even need to throw it. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. Our the time of possession pretty much sums it all up. We had the ball for 37 minutes and 27 seconds to their 22 minutes and 33 seconds. When you're running the ball that much, yeah. the clock just ticks away, and they didn't have time to do anything. Well, when you th- throw the ball incomplete, what, 26 times, it kind of yeah. stops the clock rather fast. That is true. That is true. And also, defense, nobody had a huge defensive day, mainly because they didn't have to make stops. When you're throwing the ball away, you don't have to make a tackle. But all our linebackers stepped up and had good games. They were causing havoc in the backfield. They were actually able to stop them. They stopped the run from happening each Andrew, or, uh, excuse me, uh, Decker, mm-hmm. Jones, Jones, and Eric Gordon. They all had six tackles. Greg Jones. And Otis Wiley had a pretty good game. He had five tackles. He broke up about four passes. Almost I had think. two interceptions, too, yeah. right through the hands. But, yep. but he it's, dropped res- it's respectful. But he still scared scared me to death when he's grabbing the punts. He oh. let them bounce in the water and was then it, running, it, try to pick them up. And with I don't, a defender, like, right in his face. Yeah, it, I don't know it was a little how. scary, but... Otis Day and the Knights takes care of it. Just imagine if FAU came in here and it was a dry game. I think FAU showed a lot of uh, you know, potential. If it was dry, then I think the game would be a lot closer and it would be a really neck-and-neck I think it would be a lot more high-scoring. Absolutely. I mean, we. I still feel that we would have won by about two touchdowns. It would have just been. It would have been a second half pull away, yeah, kind yep. of thing. But we would have been close for it at least been three quarters. Forty-two to twenty-five or something, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah you it's give Rusty Smith a higher. chance to throw it. That's what they're good at. Yeah, exactly. Rusty Smith throws exactly. the ball. They're trained. Small schools like that, they specialize in one thing, and he's a good quarterback. I mean, that's conference player of the year last year for him. So yeah, and they've got an NFL type receiver. He's huge, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's going to be drafted and. You know, they, the rain basically took him, you know, away yeah. from FAU. Yeah. Yeah, there's – you have to run the ball when that happens. And the good thing is – the good thing, from watching the Notre Dame-Michigan game, Sam McGuffey, the freshman running back for U of M, he actually had a big game. Mm-hmm. Nice run. He did, he did well. He – let's see. I have it here somewhere. He ran – 25 times for 131 yards. And he's not good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he his first two games, his first game he ran it eight times for eight yards. His second game he ran it like five times for five yards. And now he does that. You know what that means? Ringer's going to go can nuts. Jump over you cars. can finally <laughs> no, you no, can no, do no. it again. This Just week, keep going. one week ago, I said that Ringer would have a big game, and thus he did. There, he did. He had a big game. As long as you keep calling it, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep calling it. Notre Dame, man, they can't stop the run. Sam no. McGuffey runs for 131. How much is Ringer going to get? Another 200 yard game? Sam McGuffey, he looked like a punter mm-hmm. when he was running. He's not very big. He wears number two. Yeah, and he just—he so does not fit. He does guy. not fit the part. He doesn't fit the he's part. A short at little all. guy like Wes Welker of the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. A little Wes Welker. There, what do they call it? The super back or something? Yeah, like I don't know. Rich Rod calls him. Rodriguez. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, there's there's the other game. It was a Notre Dame. Somehow they're ranked. Neither one of us are ranked. We are we are not in the top twenty-five. We did get some votes in the um, USA Today. Yes, USA Today, the media. 
We, I didn't expect us to get any votes. No, I didn't. Nor did I. I. Didn't either. Nor did I. We got to win big. We got exactly. Maybe we'll get some votes after Notre Dame. If, yeah. Assuming. Well, Notre Dame. I think they had like seven, and we had five. They were one, one team in front of us. Only because they're still unbeaten. They're and two and, oh. and they're Notre Dame. And somehow, and they beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. No matter how terrible the team is in a season, they're still gonna get a lot of credit for being Michigan. Because the name just carries respect with it. It's like, oh, you beat Michigan? Well, technically we did. Yes. But it's not like... I mean, this game, it would have been huge three years ago. Mm-hmm. With Brady Quinn going against Chad Henney. <laughs> well, just like last year, you know, MSU went down to Notre Dame. Notre Dame was down and out, wounded. They hadn't even scored oh, yeah. a touchdown yet. Yeah. But, you know, Michigan State handily won the game. And MSU was celebrating like they just won a you know a close yeah. a rivalry because, 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 because it's Notre Dame exactly. because it's Notre Dame exactly that's you what always treasure always a win against usually Notre Dame. it's flipped around when we go and play Michigan that you have to throw the record out or for their rivalry of them in Ohio no we're State. not a rivalry what are you talking about yeah according to them but I mean it doesn't matter what the team's doing currently because when you hate somebody that much. And your whole season is geared towards beating that team. Like, there's certain games coaches try to not admit to, looking ahead in the schedule and everything. There's certain games you highlight or circle that you want to win that game. We want to go down to Ann Arbor this year and win that game. There's a little bit more put on that. For Michigan, they always want to beat Ohio State. For Ohio State, same thing. They always want that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Notre Dame, they have that. They have rivalries with, with us, Michigan. They play the same schools every year. Mm-hmm. They, they have a rivalry with every team. They play Purdue. Yeah, they play Purdue every year. Yeah, yeah. in in state right there. And Notre Dame, I, people are gonna say that Notre Dame's good. They finally got it figured out. No, no, no. Jimmy Clausen, he's okay. He, I mean, he got thrown into the fire last year. He was top recruit coming out of high school, thrown into Notre Dame, expected to be the best thing ever because you're Charlie Weiss's offense, mm-hmm, he's a great mm-hmm. offensive mastermind, and they just stunk. Yes, Jimmy Clausen, you know, he had a a bad up and down up and down year last yeah. year. Yes, he's better this year, but you know, I'm not sold because he needs to actually be that Notre Dame quarterback. He needs to win a game for him. Yeah. You know, Michigan fumbles twice, and they get 14 points easy right there. Jimmy Clausen needs to spark up the offense, and he needs to win the game on his own. You know, he needs to create the plays. He needs to create that o- that offense that gets him, you know, a win. He needs so a until- haircut. Yeah. He, he does not look like your he, typical... Notre Dame. Maybe, maybe if him and McGuffey are on the same team, maybe something would happen. They just do not fit the parts, but... That's it's- true. Yeah, when they showed a picture... His just in the face. He doesn't no, look like a quarterback. He, he looks like a, a Pac-10 player. I don't know. Yeah. That's sunshine. Yeah. You know? oh, of course. And then the other the other big thing that came from that game, Charlie Weiss. <laughs> oh, he just got. That, oh, it was just. If you haven't the seismometer was going if crazy. If you haven't seen the the video the replay of it, oh, don't I, watch no, it. No, don't. Oh. I mean, <laughs> unless you want to see a man just crumple. And you can tell that his <laughs> knee is just gone. There might have been an earthquake when, yeah, yeah, that was when definitely he went down. He bounced. He was a blob. What happened was there's a play. I don't know if it was a punt or a it long was a pass. Punt. It was a, a punt. punt. It was punt and he protection. was Charlie Weiss was out the sideline in football fields. It's got there's 
There's a reason why the sideline is so wide, the white paint, because it keeps the team from the field. Charlie Weiss was standing in that area. Well, he's the head coach. Exactly. Coach he's allowed, to, he's allowed to do that. And his guy, his uh, speed guy on the outside was going down after the punt, and Charlie had turned to watch where the ball was going, walking down. His guy got blocked out of bounds. He came into him and just barreled just, into his legs from the line. Just took out his knee. Weiss never knew it was coming. He just crumpled. He just looked like a blob. Mm-hmm. And just bounce. He tore his ACL and MCL. It was like a Bill Cosby Jello commercial. Yeah, said, he, that's exactly what he it said was. after the game that Tom Brady's got nothing on him. Yeah, yeah, he feels like an athlete for the first time, <laughs> yeah, which he is true. Like he he yeah, thinks he's which, tough. Which he's is not, quite amazing. I've heard Maybe that he's not. Wrestling. He's opting to not have surgery. Yeah, no, he's, he was oh, supposed to have surgery this week. No, yeah. he, he delayed it, I think. He yeah. said that he didn't need it. He was supposed to have surgery tomorrow. Yeah. He's a tough guy. I think that's what they said originally at the game, and then afterwards he's like, I don't need surgery. But, I mean, he put a brace on it. You know what this reminds back. me of? It reminds me of Joe Paterno, one yes. of his players. Yes. Yes. His knee, right at the knee, falling on his knee, and then Paterno had to spend the next yes. couple of games. So the rest Paterno's of the a little smaller target. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if that's his ploy. He's tough enough to stay on this sideline for his team when they I think he's trying here. to rally or something yeah but. i mean if it works for him hey but that was just oh that was a after seeing of course and then in sports illustrated they had a picture like i i said last week i hadn't seen a replay really of tom brady getting hit oh. and i wasn't i wasn't really looking for it i mean i've seen the l the lawrence taylor joe theisman hit i've i've seen videos of that enough i've seen the carson palmer against the Steelers. I didn't want to see it again. So, of course, I'm flipping through Sports Illustrated. It just came in. They have a nice full-page picture of helmet on knee. And you can see exactly why he's not playing for the rest of the season. No. I mean, it was... Your knee does not bend in or backwards. No. It's just not meant to do that. And that's what happened to these people. Once again, you are listening to the Spartan Sports Rap here on the Impact 89FM. My name's Scott, here with Pavel and Clark. Brandon, he's probably trying to figure out his fantasy, fantasy team back back in the room behind the glass. He doesn't want to talk. He's he's too distraught about the Lions. He's too upset. Autumn's there, too. Checking Facebook. Yeah, probably. there. Brandon, Brandon's been crying because his team is no longer any good in fantasy. Everybody got hurt, and I laughed because he held it over my head. And I came back last week, and I won. I said uh, I said I was getting killed last week. For all those people who picked up Eddie Royal after week one, I picked him up before <laughs> week one, and he won the game for me. He won it. Bravo. Yes. Oh, Brandon's here to join oh. us. If you want to join us, you can call. The number's 432-3893. We'd love to hear what you have to say. What Are we are we diving into NFL yet? No. Okay. No. Still got one, so a little bit more college football. Oh, got what, the, what, what's the left huge to talk game. about? <clears throat> the huge game is billed as the best no. game of the season. The collision the at the Coliseum. That was pathetic. Big Ten has no speed. I'm sorry. Well, because well, we're built for snow, And now snow, we'll move on to the rain. next game. Thanks for, thanks <laughs> for that, Brandon. You can go back into the other room. <laughs> as soon as Beanie Wells was out, oh, yeah. Ohio State oh, had no chance. You knew it. They had no, I mean. Even with Beanie Wells. Right. Even with Beanie Wells. Okay, maybe they may have hit double digits. They but were, still. They were, <laughs> with Beanie Wells, it's still a blowout. A yeah. A sympathy yeah. touchdown in the first quarter. The, the score of the game was 35, USC 35, Ohio State 3. 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, a uh, six running back uh, team scares me. I don't know. And they're all just as good as the other for some reason. Yeah. I don't Their know. fourth string guy could start yeah. almost anywhere. But yeah, Beanie Wells, I, I had a feeling that Jim Tress was downplaying it. That, mm-hmm. Like oh he's hurt and then he's gonna show up and just be I, fine. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching Jim Rome and he's like, you really think Pete Carroll cares no, <laughs> if you if you if that if like that's what they were trying to do is like you know get him prepared for whether or not Beanie Wells is gonna be in the game. It really well, then, doesn't matter. When they announced that Beanie Wells was out, I'm sure the line in Vegas jumped to about 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it had to have, and. It's it's like you said. There's no speed. There is no threat. Todd Beckman is a quarterback who's there. He's an Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> He's there even... to not lose the game. Right. There's they. I. Someone can name an Ohio State quarterback who's been there, to be a quarterback to go and make plays. Mm. Troy Smith. Right. Hey, mm-hmm. Frenzel. Troy Smith. Frenzel was a playmaker yeah. when it fell into it. Troy Smith. Troy Smith. <sighs> What's he doing now? He's he got hurt. He would have uh, been yeah. he would have yeah. been the real yeah. exactly. started. Exactly. Yeah, he was got beat up by Joe Flacco because of an injury. Mm-hmm. But Troy Smith did make plays. I Craig Krenzel. Troy Smith plays. was he even a quarterback when he started? I believe so. Because yeah. I know he switched to wideout for mm-hmm. a sophomore he did. year. He did switch to wideout. And then somehow he came back to win the Heisman at quarterback. Or did mm-hmm. he? Because he because yeah, he, he was a wideout, and then the his Heisman. junior year yeah. it was like it was a uh, contest yeah, between right. two. Him and then, and I can't remember thinking of his name right now. Last name starts with a Z or something. Zwick. Be- Beckman. Yeah, Zwick. Oh, God. Justin oh. Zwick. Yeah. yeah that's that's like one. a Todd Beckman right there. It is. I mean, when they won the national championship with Craig Krenzel. Yes. Krenzel could actually make plays somehow, though. He I don't could, understand But it how. wasn't like he was relied on. And <clears> no, it wasn't relied on. The last two years, they've had, they've had speed receivers. Ted Ginn Jr., he might not be a great receiver. He's a great... Athlete, but he's still that speed threat. You have to watch out for it. This year, they have Robisky, who's a possession receiver. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get by a USC corner. No, they USC was just laughing. I'm sure they were just loving it because they <laughs> didn't have to be worried about anything. In the past, they had Santonio Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just amazing that one one quarterback after the other at USC. I mean, they don't you know they play a couple of of backup downs the year before and then just come out of the gate. Unreal. Mark Sanchez going to compete yeah. for the Heisman. Matt Castle. And Matt Castle. Right. He, he <laughs> never played. But this he never is what started. no. But this is what Liner did. This is what Liner did. Mm-hmm. This is what Booty did. See, and now Sanchez is going to be the next one. Have, if you would have joined us last well, week, yes. you would have actually been part of that conversation. We okay. Had. Well, we don't have. We, we, don't, we don't want to repeat ourselves. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> well, yeah. Mark Sanchez. He went seventeen for twenty-eight, for only one hundred and seventy-two yards, but he threw for four touchdowns. Yeah. They their defense was so dominant. They got the ball in great field position the whole time, and now USC, they are number one in every poll imaginable. They're pulling away. They are. Yeah. They got sixty one first place votes in the AP poll, and Oklahoma's ranked number two. They got zero first place votes. Georgia's number three. They got two, and then Florida I think rounds it out with Florida's fourth with one, and Missouri. Is rounds out the top five. Scott, I believe, I believe we, have we have a, a caller. Caller, always trying to get our attention. Hey, caller, what's up? What's your name? Hi, this is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, um, this is Jennifer from Grand Ledge. Love your show. This is the first time I heard it. Okay. And I have just a quick question for you guys. Sure. Um, so, do you think with how weak the Big Ten is, it seems like it's pretty weak. 
do you think Michigan State has a chance at winning the Big Ten Conference if we beat Ohio State at home and Michigan away? And do you think it will be decided at the last game against Penn State? No. No. I think it will be decided when we play Wisconsin. Absolutely. That, that, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's you a great call, Jennifer. Your, great we'll, call, Jennifer. We will, thank you so much. We'll be discussing that. Thank you for Keep your call. good work, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Sadly, no. Like, no. But I well, think the Wisconsin's can... game is before the Ohio State right. game. Yes. Right. Yes. And I, it's a great question. Penn State being the last game. Penn State's looking really good right now. They're mm-hmm. ranked mm-hmm. in the top 15 somewhere somewhere around there. They look really good. Illinois... They lost. They lost so much with Mendenhall. Apparently, yeah. I mean, Juice Williams. He's throwing for six thousand yards one game, throwing for twenty the next. He he's so inconsistent it's right a, now. He's, they, he's trying too hard. I think yeah. is what it comes and down to. They they just barely beat Louisiana Lafayette. I believe yeah. was yeah. the game. They won by they, three. They won on a last mm-hmm. minute field goal. They they kicked the field goal with one fifty five left, and then gave up a touchdown with seventeen seconds. Yeah, yeah. And but. So they're they're still ranked. They're struggling. I don't I don't see them doing too well when they get to the Big Ten. Ohio State. Everyone's saying it doesn't matter that they lost. They're gonna roll through the Big Ten. I don't believe that. We've talked I, about that. They have a tough schedule. They play us home, here, 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 Wisconsin in Madison, in in Illinois, in Champaign. I do believe mm-hmm. those are tough games. I don't think Ohio State can win all those. I think that. Um, a lot of these teams that have started out hot in the Big Ten, they'll come down once the Big Ten schedule starts. They'll come down. There'll be some upsets. You know, Big Ten schedule. The Big Ten season is all about beating each other up. Yeah. Upsets. You know, yes. Penn State's going to get knocked off. Ohio State. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose another one or two. Yeah. Um, you're not going to go. You're nine eight and zero through through the Big Ten. No. But the fact is, the fact remains, it's so hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. Our most winnable game on the road this year for Michigan State in the Big Ten season at Indiana, which is actually next week after Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, you go at Northwestern. Northwestern is a really good team. They're, yeah, they're very talented. They're 3-0. and They've got a senior quarterback, C.J. Bechet, always yep. Bechet. good passer. How many years has he been there? Well, it's it's confusing because they had Bazinet. Bazinet. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. It threw me okay, off for right. a while, They got those too. French guys. Yeah, yeah. they love the French. Their whole basketball team was French. Yeah, that is yeah, true. Yeah. Awesome. And then, you know, Northwestern's got a senior ren- running back, Tyrell yeah. Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. He's... So he, he's he been around, started all four years now. So he's one of the you know, We did the struggle when we were down 10. there last time. Absolutely. Like, granted, we came back to win. But... So that's going to be a dogfight. At Penn <laughs> State is never easy in front that's of that Penn State plays very well at all. Never easy. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully that's... we'll be going to that game. Oh, really? Hopefully. That's what it's plans. I've got a cousin getting married. Yeah, that'll be, that'll, be, that'll be tough to <laughs> figure that one out. Yeah. But because I, I went to Wisconsin, went to Madison last year. I've been to Indiana. I've been to Notre Dame. Been to Michigan. Been to Ohio State. I don't want to go to Iowa. <laughs> I just there's, I, there's nothing yeah. that attracts me. No, to it's, Iowa. it's I've been I, I want it's to enough. go to Happy Valley. It, to, I've not been there, but I've heard it's an amazing experience. It is uh, what the third largest capacity stadium in college football is it behind U of M in Tennessee. Uh, U of M and... No, isn't Penn State ahead of U of M, though, this year because of the construction? Not sure. Is it? I think U of M did drop. They are not the number one. Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. I I do know that. Wow. Because there are construction efforts that they're not going to sell the suites anyway. It is Tennessee, though. Tennessee might be the... Tennessee, I know that in the past it's been Tennessee and U of M. Mm -hmm. But 
Wisconsin, they had people are going to look into their game that they had. They went to Fresno State and they only won by 3, 13 to 10. But Fresno State is a very good team. And their coach, I love his mentality. He's he's never backed down from a game. He'll travel from coast to coast playing anybody anytime. And they do very well against a team that lines it up and tries to run it straight at you, which that's that's been Wisconsin for how many mm-hmm. years now? Yeah, but you give credit to Wisconsin for actually being willing to go out all the way to Fresno State because teams in the past few years, I was watching the game, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, UCLA, they've all declined to play Fresno State oh, in yeah. their house. Yep. And Wisconsin actually went all the way to there, to the West Coast. It was, it was a very big and, win. You know, they, yeah, it was, they was very impressive. Yeah. In Wisconsin, always, they always seem to have a very good program, but they never get the limelight like... U of M does their Ohio State. They just silently just take care of business. They've yeah. got a bowl streak going. Exactly. Yeah. They always are in top three in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Top three, top mm-hmm. four in the Big Ten. It's a team that everybody, like you said, that they get overlooked. Exactly. Just, it's, I think it's because they're so consistent. Exactly. That you know they're always going to have one or two losses and be right there. I mean, one or two in the Big it's Ten. Just like Wisconsin basketball, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, they're not flashy, but they win. I hate their coach. I hate their well, coach, everybody too. Everybody does. Yeah. Every, I mean, I'm sure they love him. Now, there was, there was one thing that upset me when I was in the stands. They showed the scores. They f- do fly around the country. Oh, do all that. You, Everyone Cal. was cheering when Cal was losing. Not Cal lost to Maryland, a Maryland team that struggled to beat Delaware, who was mm-hmm. Division One AA. And there's nothing I Delaware. call it Division One AA. I think it's FCS, technically. Champ. They... They are not Division no. One. Then they lost to Middle Tennessee State. That, that's respectable. That's respectable. And they beat <laughs> they beat Cal. Now I'm not sure fans. I'm not sure if it was alcohol that made them not realize that that's not a good thing for us. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, I'm blaming it on the rain. Good. Yes, that works. We do not want teams that beat us to lose. We need the teams that beat us to do as well as Very possible. Well. If Cal goes on to win the Pac-10, not that they, I don't know, they've got to go through Oregon and USC. Yeah, absolutely, USC. But yeah, but if they do really well, have two losses on the season, that makes us look really good because we can say, hey, we lost to a team that went on to do this by less than a touchdown. Yeah, and not we lost to a team that lost to Maryland mm-hmm. and struggled. I mean, it was. Yeah, but for the Pac-10, another reason why Cal could do better. UCLA, I was amazed when they pulled it out and beat Tennessee. I couldn't believe it. They come back. They hadn't played a game yet. This was their second game. Here it comes. They lost to BYU. BYU scored 59 points. Mm -hmm. UCLA. We're playing basketball, right? No, 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 football. Just check it. 59 points in a football game. UCLA scored zero. No, how many in the second, though? Zero. <laughs> how many in the third? Zero and zero. Okay. Nobody scored in the thir- in the fourth. All 59 points were in the first three quarters. BYU scored 35 points in the second quarter. Their quarterback was Max Hall. Max Hall. Who's was, actually a Heisman uh, candidate after this game. Oh, he's got to be. In front he went of Javon Ringer. 27 yeah. of 35 for 271 yards and seven touchdowns. He had the golden arm. <laughs> I mean, that, that I don't even know how to explain I'm not that. Mad. That's just amazing. Seven touchdowns. <laughs> Did they? Was there any defense 
<laughs> well, obviously, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. He probably that, that's throwing, a great question. He's like, he was probably throwing with his right hand, throwing with his left hand, still Brett working. Brett passes. Yeah. The terrible thing is, UCLA will just regroup, and they'll knock off a ranked opponent. Oh, they oh, always do. Absolutely. They'll knock off Oregon, yeah, who, just, who beat who just Purdue, Purdue in double overtime. overtime. Yeah. yeah. I I saw that. My roommate came back. I didn't see the game. And Mike, he's been on the show, and we're eating dinner last night. And he's like, yeah, you see that U- or the BYU scoring? No. He's like, yeah. They won 59. They're like, they scored 59. I'm like, wow. To zero. I can hear Mike saying that. Well, yeah. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Zero. They, uh, during the Michigan State game, they had the little um, stat sheet on a break. The BCS bracket in- busters. Was that uh, BCS indoors? busters. Yeah. yeah. The bowl You got busters. Utah. Utah, BYU, and East Carolina, who won again. He beat Tulane. Barely. It beat Tulane. Close. Where on is their way to an East Carolina? East Carolina is, is, in, is that? It's in North. I, I know, but, but just make up their own state now, you know? Or? By the coast. Coastal coast. Carolina, okay. East Carolina. Well, I know. It's just like they're the pirates. They have to be by water. Come on. I suppose. Yeah. Yar. They're like the turquoise pirates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that was ridiculous. That was, that, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I think. We've we've spent probably enough time talking college football. We got the game. We get carried away every we week. We do. Yeah. I mean that. I didn't realize we've only got it's now thir- a thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes left here in the show, and it's probably it's probably. Position. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I had typos. <laughs> Kidna's position. Kidna is a position. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's, yes. uh, that's an acronym. That's an acronym. Yes. For position. Um, it's probably a good thing that we don't have much time left because. <laughs> As most of you recall, last week, I denounced the Lions. I am no longer a fan, and I am so happy that I'm not. Because they, once again, were down 21-0 they in found the first half. another way to lose. <laughs> no, they are amazing. They, they, oh, they somehow case, managed to lose a different way every week. somebody missed the game. The Lions were down 21-0. Aaron Rodgers threw three touchdowns in the first half. They go into halftime down 21-3. to Somehow, in the fourth quarter, we start with a touchdown pass Calvin to Calvin Johnson. Johnson. Then yeah. we get a safety, a safety on a punt. The snap yeah. went over his head through the end zone. Safety. We get the ball back. Another touchdown. Same, on, same play to Calvin Johnson. to Calvin Johnson, who just... Kind of pushed the guy out yeah. of his way and <laughs> just, just ran. ran. Just, and what do you know? 25-24. We're up. We're up. We're by up. one. Seven up minutes left. Don't we lost don't by don't 23. <laughs> Only the Lions. <laughs> we were Only down by 18. We were up by one. We were down 21. Yeah, we were down 21. Down 21. Take the lead in the fourth quarter and, we and lo- still lose by 23 so points. Down by 21. Take 23 the lead and then lose by we were winning with seven minutes and fourteen seconds left, and we lost by twenty-three. Two players, Kidna and Charles Woodson. Kidna threw two. You know Charles Woodson. Oh. Charles Woodson Wood- should. Uh, he should have taken John Kidna out to dinner afterwards. Oh, yeah. mistake he did. The, the next possession, um, <sighs> Green Bay went down and kicked the field goal, mm-hmm. so they were up two. We get the ball back, and Kidna just tries to throw to the right side. I think it's an first out pass. route. Yeah, first pass, an out route. Just underthrows just it. Woodson's it there. right there, just comes down with it. You've seen the game. Uh, you, you saw the game pretty much, that yeah. last last yeah, part? Okay. Um, yeah, he still watches. Well, I was watching it, and uh, like I said before, you know, we came on. John Kenna just kept throwing to Charles Woodson's receiver. You know, the, yeah. g- the guy Charles Woodson was guarding. John Kenna would just throw to him, and Charles Woodson... 
all game long would just swat the balls away, knock them down. Mm-hmm. You are well, we, not going to be Charles Woodson. No receiver is going to. We just Charles need to draft Woodson. another receiver. That's what we need to do. <laughs> just draft another one. You know, the Packers adjusted. They doubled Calvin Johnson. You know. Yeah. And thus, Charles Woodson's guarding Roy Williams. So yeah, that's your Roy second Williams, target. He, I'm agreeing. I'm starting to agree with that fan who called him out in practice way back when, yelling that he takes plays off. He drop. He drops too many easy passes and mm-hmm. doesn't try. But then, so Kitna, Kitna throws. Throws an interception. I would call it throw. His first. He gave them the ball. He gave them the ball. And the defense was demoralized. They gave up a long touchdown, <laughs> 19-yard touchdown. They were just out that. there. They had just come yeah, off the they field. Just and a play later. Given up a field goal. Stopped. Held them to a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they have to go back out. They gave up a touchdown real quick. So then we get the ball back. And what do you know? Same play. Kitna makes the same throw, only a little worse, because now Woodson can catch it and run mm-hmm. and take it back for a touchdown. Over. So, of course, then they scored. We get the ball back. Kitna throws another interception. Yeah. That's returned I, I for a, a touchdown. Trend. I see a trend. I stopped watching after Woodson scored the second one. That's, well, you're still alive, so that's a good sign. Yeah, exactly. Right. And my the reason why I was watching, what I keep saying, I was cheering for Greg Jennings. He's on my fantasy <laughs> team. That's why I was watching. That's. I, re- I just root for Jason Hansen. Yeah, there you go. He, I feel he's the most the consistent longest, player. Yes. I feel for him. Jason Hansen is the longest tenured lion. He must oh just God. love living in the house that he's in, and that's the reason why he's no, still I did, here. I did a little research today. Besides Calvin Johnson for receiving, I think Calvin Johnson's number two or number three in the NFL for receiving. Yeah. Jason he, Hansen he is game. our highest ranked in any stat besides Calvin Johnson in receiving. Rushing, quarterback, lots of given. You know, the, but anything, Jason Hansen. There should be incentives in Jason Hansen's contract for therapy. Oh. <laughs> um, I think that's in the health benefits, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like bonuses for trying to put up with uh, Matt Millen? so much futility no. over the oh, years. Yeah. There's got to be bonuses coming his way. <laughs> he ha- There's no way he cannot be a pessimist. I mean, it's just yeah. like... He's been, but he does his job. He does. He does. <laughs> he he's does one of well. the. He's one of the best kickers. He must love kicking in the dome, and he can't get. There's no other <laughs> dome openings. <laughs> that must be what it is. Is he a great grandfather? Actually, uh, he's actually his power is up this year. Mm-hmm. He had a 55 yeah, yard, yeah. yeah, or something, and he had room to spare. I completely because a couple years ago, like he was well, struggling a long for 47. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He never has to play. He only plays 16 games. 16, that's it. He doesn't that's have to it. worry about that. <laughs> There are, there are a few other games when it was a crazy, crazy NFL Sunday. Oh. I mean, there were so many comebacks. I love uh, it. I love the NFL Indy, for this. Indy came reason. back and beat Minnesota. There were people picking Minnesota to go to the Super Bowl. I never did that. They don't have a quarterback. You know, I think they th- they're better off with their second quarterback. Was it Bollinger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooks Bollinger? Because they're better off with him. Adrian Peterson is a fantastic <laughs> running back. I think he... He had he led the league in carries last year. I don't feel that he's durable enough to go. That's the reason I had the number one pick in my fantasy draft. Don't want to talk too much about fantasy. I took LT. Mm-hmm. I because That's I think out great. I know yeah it's great. My other option was Tom Brady. Huh. Oh, oh, because oh. I feel that Adrian Peterson isn't going to make it through the whole season. I think he's going to get hurt. He's he's still he's going to be good for nine ten games. He'll be great I can for one hundred fifty in those, and then. The Vikings uh, suffered a big loss first in the week one because yeah. mm-hmm. they had Nate Burles and their wide receiver go out. He had caught a touchdown and then was out. He's on IR now, but yeah. uh, their receiving core is just shot. I don't, know, I don't even know who else is there. They, they, have, they have Bernard Berrien. 
They had Corn Robinson, who uh, needs to lay off the ganja before he's back in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, so they were up. They kicked field goals, I think. That's the only thing they were able to do. Because Adrian Peterson could only do so much. And and he came back and won that game. I, I don't Which shows you can't win by just field goals. Exactly. Well, look exactly. at the or Lions. Defense. Yeah. Well, then, then there's the other game. The game that was just crazy. I'm sure if... If you turn on anything sports related, they're talking about it. The Denver versus San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Chargers lose two games late. It's the first time ever. It was the Elias oof. Sports Bureau looked up. First time ever a team's lost two games, their first two games, on touchdowns in the last, like, minute or whatever. Or lost by one by a touchdown. You know what's going to happen <clears> now since they lost those two late games? They've got the Monday night game next week. It's uh, they've got a home game against the Jets. Brett Favre and the Jets. Yes, that's right. Um, yes, Brett Favre Monday night. Don't look too much into it. He's a Jet. But uh, Chargers, I think they're gonna go off on the Jets. Hopefully. I would, Hopefully. I would expect them to just destroy the LT, Jets. Lt Lt's a little hurt. But this game, who was it? Denver was up big, up up pretty big, and then all of a sudden San Diego made a comeback. Yeah, and they had the lead. Denver is driving at the end of the game, pushing the ball. They're down by the goal line. Jay Cutler drops back. He's had 30, a huge 31. Game. Yeah. They're down a touchdown. He drops back, kind of rolling out to the right. He goes to throw. As he brings his arm up, Brian Hoyer's one, <laughs> loses it on the way up, uh, yeah. but kind of still acted like he was throwing through. He was, yeah, his that time, arm was never was coming forward. Yeah. The ball was already out before his arm started to come forward, which is a fumble. Ed Hockley, who's, who's standing right behind yeah, Jay he, Cutler, he calls not, it a dead ball. He said it was Whistles incomplete. The... And he's he's a great umpire. He is mm-hmm. a very good head official. He's one of the top. And But the problem is they reviewed it, but no, they, it's not re- they it's said, not re- they said it's not it wasn't reviewable because he blew it, it dead, he blew dead. Which is the problem that everyone's having. In the last two minutes of the game or something that big, you've got to be able to review every exactly. single call. Because exactly. it's clearly wrong. I mean, the reason for review is to correct it. And the problem, what happened, it what ensued with that, the ball bounced free, and the San Diego linebacker picked it up. So it's not like you wouldn't know mm-hmm. if it was a fumble and there's a pile-up, well, what would have happened? It bounced right Into to a San Diego player, which I would found. have ended the game, ended their drive, turnover, game over. It's ruled an incomplete pass. They get the ball back. They hit Eddie Royal, cutting across the middle for a touchdown. Mike Shanahan decides they're down by 20, one. They're 27 down by one. seconds, down by one. They just scored a touchdown. They're at home. Go for two. Go for two. Go for the win. Mm-hmm. They run the same play. Exact same Same play. exact play from a yard closer and hit the same man. Eddie Royal. In the Eddie same Royal <laughs> in the same spot. Jay Cutler fitted in between three guys, but same play. And then It's John L. defense. And then, well, then San Diego still had a chance. They completed mm-hmm. a pass to Antonio Gates, got it down to about the 45, their own 45. And there was another then, pass. That, but that Chambers could not Chambers, get his feet yeah, down. could not get the second mm-hmm. foot Tap. down. They would have been on the 36, they, yeah. ready to kick a field goal. Yeah. They launched one to the end zone, it was knocked down, his time expired. But earlier in that game, uh, there was a, a, a questionable fumble, I think, or interception maybe, that um, Norv Turner wanted to review. And the review uh, equipment wasn't working. Yeah, it was, there was something where they couldn't get their <laughs> HD TV yeah. to work. 
Like, well, they need the Geek Squad there yeah. or something. So, and and Norv Turner, if you saw what he said after the game, he he was he's he gonna can, like oh, yeah. send he a is. copy of this game to the NFL yeah. to the commish. So it was it was crazy. But was, yeah. and then of course, um, Brandon Marshall. He was suspended for the first game. Comes back, hit 18 catches, mm-hmm. too shy of To's record. To's playing tonight. Dallas versus Philadelphia in oh, Dallas. Good transition. Yeah, no. Dallas yeah, is giving good. up, giving like up that. three and a half points you should be, you should there. Write a book. That's <laughs> yeah. They're playing in Dallas. Philadelphia is looking good. They got Deshaun Jackson on the outside. Monday night. Tony Romo to To. End so, of story. Not, not Jessica so Simpson and. Yeah, not so fast about Philadelphia looking good. The Rams, my Rams, make anybody look good. That's true. They, very true. Very it's like true. how we make young quarterbacks one, look good here game. in Detroit. All right, we'll finish this off. We're running out of time here. We're running low, and MSU like sports. we said, yes, MSU sports. We had a great weekend. Fantastic. I was watching volleyball. Luana has something to be proud of. Yes, I talked to. I was able to talk to Kathy George after their game, their second game. She was telling me. She said. I talked. I asked her what, what she did to get the turnaround that she did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost their first three games, and they come back and won two straight tournaments. Vanessa King's been the MVP of two tournaments in a row. We simple, simplified things. We worked more on fundamentals and just worked on not making errors. I think if every coach just does that, hey, stop trying to think through it too hard. Simplify it. I think you're onto something. I know. It's, you're it's crazy. You're it's crazy. We've got this man's going far in life. This this week, we're there's so many sports going on. We've got Tuesday about tomorrow. Volleyball team plays Oakland. They're gearing up. They're trying to break the record attendance record, and two in next weekend. Really? Not not this weekend, but next weekend. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. And they're it's playing in Breslin. At the Breslin. We actually, if you tune in next week, we're going to have two girls, Vanessa King and Jenny Jenny Lee Rathja, on the show. It's the Zone Camp in here. Yes. yes. Next yes. week, these is in camp. Yes, it is, and I do believe all these on camp out. They are able to go. They're to able the game. to go yes. to the Breslin to watch this game, so it should yeah. be a great time. Yeah. Wow. Or and then we've got women's soccer. They're just on a tear. Mm-hmm. They are amazing this year. Seven and zero. Yeah, they're men's soccer is picking it back up. Field hockey, they haven't lost in a while. I mean, nobody's no. losing right now. Golf's winning tournaments. All the Spartans are doing great. Hopefully, it rolls through this week. Rashad Evans for our Michigan State. Rashad, Rashad Evans Rashad knocked out Chuck Liddell. <laughs> Chuck Liddell. <laughs> He's got a shot at the title coming up. Thank you. It's been a great hour. Thanks for tuning in. Clark, thanks for being here. Not Pavel, always. Autumn, Brandon. Brandon, not so much. Autumn, thank you. We're turning it over to the Jazz Spectrum. And Chris, he's playing some great music for you next. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.